Blog Talk Radio. Welcome to the CollegeToPro.com NFL Draft Black, the audio alternative for fans and NFL personnel to know NFL Draft prospects. Join host Bo Mashanti as he brings the next generation of tomorrow's NFL stars to you today. No more than the name. Welcome back to another edition of the C2P, and I'm your show host, Bo Marchand. As always, we appreciate you guys stopping by and joining us, Apple Music, Stitcher, Spotify, anywhere where you listen to your podcast. You can find these free and available as we start to wind up and get ready for another draft season, quickly approaching after Thanksgiving, through Christmas, and then we're off to the All-Star Games. And one of the young men making their path to the HBCU Pigskin Showdown in December on December 17th is the Chowan standout defensive back, none other than Simeon Burns. Simeon, you've had a terrific career. You had the fantastic invite. But with that said, how is this afternoon treating you, my friend? This afternoon's treating me pretty good. Thank you so much just for, one, hosting me on your show and just giving me this opportunity to speak. And, and two, just – just a shout out that you gave me. That's very much appreciated. And uh, I just want to give a quick shout out to just the show on football team, just a hard fought football team. Love them boys. We gave it our all. Just proud of them and the coaching staff. Love everybody. Yeah, you know what? Um, we were talking, and we were talking a few minutes uh, prior to going live. Um, you guys played Fayetteville State this past weekend, thirty-one twenty-eight. You guys had a fabulous. Uh, season, but you fell a little short, and I know you wanted to give some shout out. Um, you were giving those shout outs live, so I, or uh, off the off the air. So I got to allow the opportunity to share that love on the air. Oh yeah, most definitely. Um, shout out to Fayetteville uh, State. They're a very hard fighting team. You know, they fought to the very end. They earned that victory. At the end of the day, can't be mad about the results. At the end of the day, you know, they have playmakers. Just we have, just like how we have playmakers. They showed up, made plays. They came to play. You know, hopefully they go ahead and represent the CIAA, go as far as they can, and hopefully they have more success along with VU, both hard teams, very hard teams. And uh, if people aren't familiar with you, uh, your father, dual sport athlete, Deachon Burns, um, MLB, um, time with Washington uh, Redskins when they were the uh, Redskins, now the Commanders, your brother Lorenzo, um, Jacksonville, also continuing um, his NFL uh, career, and uh, I know he's uh, in the, the other league. I think the XFL now, I believe. Or, uh, but is for the, you, uh, you USFL. come from a football. Um, yeah, the USFL. My bad. Uh, but you Sorry come from that. a Sorry football family. Oh no, I, I wanted to be corrected. But what, what's it like growing up in that football background? I mean, uh, do you guys joke a lot amongst yourselves on who the best athlete is? Most definitely, that definitely comes up most often. We definitely crack jokes with our dad all the time just about how we're a lot better than him. And, you know, he just takes it on the chin. He's just happy to, you know, let us know how much he loves us every day and just how much how, how the train is paid off. But as long as when it comes to me and my brother, you know, that's just brotherly competition and love. I always say that I'm better than him. He always says, you know, by older brother rules, he's already better than me off tops. So it's all love, though. I love it. And and let's kind of start from the beginning. Um, Having that uh, uh, sport, I guess, in your life uh, from a young age, 
was football your favorite sport, or were there other sports you liked more? I guess, how did you know that football was going to be the path that brought you to us doing this show this afternoon? I believe when I fell in love with football, because I I definitely did every sport growing up. I was just adventurous, just had so much energy, you know, just trying to find different outlets on where to put my energy, my focus, and, like, just always gravitated towards sports. So I did soccer growing up. I did baseball, basketball, and, like, I really favored towards baseball growing up, and my parents always told me I was more naturally talented. But I fell in love with football when I got into the pads. Just, like, as soon as I got past, like, the little babying stage, when you first get introduced to the pads and helmets, and, you know, just trying to get used <laughs> to the molding of the helmet on your head, you know, just the pain of all that. As soon as I got past all that, you know, and I finally started – I wasn't able to play with my brother. I had an own season of mine. You know, I fell in love with that. Because I realized my own potential at that age. You know, I know it's a young age, but I realized my potential. Fair enough. Uh, uh, I know you're the, that defensive back that we see now. Um, ultimately, different positions to what led you to the DB. I mean, skill-wise, were you on the offensive side of the ball? And, and I guess if you were, what brought you to that defensive side that we see you play now? So in high school, I was on both sides of the ball. I played receiver, and I liked receiver, but I was never a natural receiver growing up. I actually played running back, fun fact, growing up. So when I got transitioned to receiver, I mean, just working at it and just following my brother and just other great uh, coaches out there in the world, you know, just people like Chad Collins, you know, coaching people like Chad Ocho Cinco or Chad Johnson, you know, formerly known. So people like that growing up and just following their footsteps and coaches, you know, being blessed in those opportunities, be able to see all that. Just, you know, I liked it, but I always liked the aggression of defense. So, you know, I gravitated more towards that. And then plus my dad always taught us, like, leaned us more towards defense anyways growing up, especially at, like, always roughhousing around the house. <laughs> but once again, Simeon Burns, the one standout defensive back, also an HBCU pig showdown invitee and he'll be taking part in the game on December 17th and as you guys know any invitation to play in any all-star game where those NFL scouts can see you do your thing is always always a big big boost a blessing if you will uh so kind of let's get into the nooks and cranny of uh you know you uh, you know looking at your numbers you seem like a young man who's uh tenacious you talked about your father kind of putting that defensive mindset and stealing it in you guys at an early age but to me, I mean, uh, you know, 25 solo tackles, 20 uh, uh, assists, 45 total, two sacks, four INTs, seven pass breakups. Um, you're all over the field, a fumble recovery, a forced fumble. I, I like the most, though, that the 45 tackles. I, I think that, you know, it shows that you're not afraid of contact. You're willing to support in the run game as well as do your thing in pass protection in terms of, you know, keeping the ball out of opponents' hands or getting them back to your offense's hands with those four INTs go kind of I always say if if you know if you had to say hey NFL teams this is what I do best what are those qualities and traits that you bring to the table Simeon where teams are going to fall in love with you I would say I'm a very uh, much of a team player definitely Um, I love and vibe for my teammates so I'm a very much of a locker room guy so you know that relationship is everything between me and the next person on the field because, you know, just growing up, being able to break down, knowing how to break down film and watch film, just knowing how to do my job and the knowledge that I bring to my game. You know, just over the years, obviously, there's room for improvement, room for growth, and I'm open to it. I can't wait to grow, and I can't wait to learn from the best. 
and that's something very exciting. I'm hoping I've been dreaming for, but uh, just giving that opportunity. Other than that, ultimately, what I look for in my game is just you know being able to communicate with my teammates, being able to break down what certain route concepts are going to come, what uh, protections they're sliding to for a run game or throughout the passing game if we do have a blitz coming. Just being able to communicate that with my players, just be able to, like, just have, like, a heads up on a play, like, trying to emulate, like, somebody, like, a Hall of Famer like Ray Lewis. That was always one of my favorite players growing up. Ah, I love it. And, and this is your show, and, and I know the, uh, you know, those scouting personnel listen in. Uh, what goes unnoticed about your game? I mean, what are those qualities that you bring that they may not see on tape or something you guys did defensively that you just weren't asked to do I mean if you know if you if the coaches aren't asking you to do it it might not be said and it could even go back to the weight room you mentioned uh you know the communication you could be a team captain a weight room junkie uh film junkie uh, what are some of those qualities that need to be addressed that these guys may not know about until they find you and see you and seek you out when you arrive uh at the HBCU Pigskin Showdown? Um, that's hard to say because my coaches always did a really good job uh, just, you know, always pointing out certain qualities within our players and everything. But I think one thing that does go unnoticed with me is just more so on my motor. You know, I have a really high motor. I'm willing to do whatever to make the play within, do, within doing my job, within, you know, reasonable logic. But just the tenacity I bring, like, just that hunger, because, like, I'm not trying to sit out there and let my teammates down at the end of the day. We have one goal, and if I could do my part and help out and create less stress on the defense, I could add to the team in a, in a beneficial way. I'm going to do it by whatever means necessary. And I think, there's like, some things I may have had to do, like, like it's kind of hard to do, like, just being my weight and everything, just being down on, like, the defense, like, being kind of like a rush in and having to go against the O-lineman at my size, you know, going against a tackle that's like 6'10 for Virginia State, that was just crazy that one game. Like, I just remember just lining up, and when I'm lining up at rush in coming off the edge, it's just like, what can I do for a pass move? He's 6'10. So just having to add that to my game because it's just like I'm able to be utilized over the field. And what is the height weight right now? Uh, my height right now is around like 5'10 I believe, and then my weight is around like 170. 75, so I definitely need to get up more. I'm trying to get up to 185, 190, so hopefully I'll gain that soon just through rest and recovery from the season. Yeah, and there's so many intricate parts, and I'm sure your dad is going to be uh, well-versed in uh, getting you prepared as your brother, um, kind of going through all the trials and tribulations of, you know, getting as far as they have. I'm sure they're going to be a big boost to you. Uh, I, I got to ask, I mean, uh, uh, Linfield Christian, uh, very Bible-based family, um, if I'm lining up against you, third and eight, I need to get a first down for my team. Are you chatty? What's it like lining up against Simeon Burns on a third and eight? Um, it all depends on how the player has played his game. If he's doing, if he's doing a little bit of talk and he's just being a little chippy, I'm going to go ahead and entertain that back. <laughs> but if he's just quiet and really humble, you know what I'm saying, he's just not – yeah. You know, a rude guy just coming off like that. I'm just going to be quiet. I'm just going to let him – like, we're just going to play our game. I'm locked in. So, I just – a real person doesn't really need to talk when, like, what's understood if, you know, two great players are going against each other. But, like, you know what I'm saying? Sometimes they will get chippy. But other than that, like, I just keep it to a bare minimal. I don't really try to say much. Fair I just enough. try to make um, you feel no, more than anything. Say- 
I love it. Now, when you arrived down at the HBCU game, um, you, as you know, big opportunity, and the people that become your potential hires are watching you. Uh, this is your show again, Simeon. Uh, anything that you want to say to them that when they see you out there on the field, something that they should take notice of because it's definitely something that you're going to bring to the table that they're going to love? Um, I think with I hopefully, you know, God willing, gets notice is just like, like I said, going back to like just the mental part of the game, just my just my smarts, you know, being able to read plays. So just being able, when I'm out there on the field, they'll see me communicating with my safety or with my corner out there in the legacy, or like the Piskin Classic, excuse me, the Piskin Classic. Um, being able to communicate with my teammates out there for the time being out there on the field, letting them know, getting a jump on what's going to, what to anticipate in certain formations, you know what I'm saying? Just being able to communicate on certain, like, concepts. Like, if they have a bunch set, we could go ahead and run a combo where we could go an I.O. on a certain man, or we could press the point on something and just go ahead and just work things out. Make things easier to the game, be able to highlight people and make, make more plays for the defense. Excellent stuff. Once again, Simeon Burns, the show went standout. DB here on the C2P talking a little NFL draft and college football. Um, Simeon, before we let you go, my friend, uh, we always like to have a little bit of fun. We call it three and out, a few lighthearted off-the-wall questions. Um, you ready to take a shot with some of those? Yes, sir. Most definitely bring them on. Oh. All right. Now, you mentioned uh, uh, you're the competitiveness with you and Lorenzo in terms of uh, – being the guys that you are, when's the last time mom or dad had to step in to say, you know what, you two need to calm it down because this is getting too, too, too competitive? Um, that would probably be high school. High school, like towards my junior year and his senior year, roughly. That's when we got extremely okay. competitive and, like, my dad had to step in one time <laughs> and my mom also had to step in another time. <laughs> Uh, I love it. Um, how about this one? Uh, anybody from the Hawks coaching staff? It could be anybody from the coaching staff who had the biggest pet peeve during practice. It's the absolute no-no. Do not do it, or you might catch a you-know-what. Um, off top, in my head, it just coaching my coaching elite, coaching elite. That man has. Uh, high like pet peeve like of certain things that he just does not go for you go ahead and you do something like that his pet peeve it's done with you're gonna catch a ripping <laughs> but it's fair out enough. of love it's out and of I always I fair fair and then the final question um I know it may sound early we're not even approached Thanksgiving yet but as you know you're going to be part of this process that's going to quickly, quickly ascend on us when next April's rolling around and everybody's vying opportunity to play in the National Football League. That said, and I know it seems far away, but draft weekend when you're with family and friends awaiting to find out where you may go, who's the best cook in your family, Simeon, and what would you like that person to have prepared as you celebrate that celebratory day? The best cook in my family as of right now currently, I would say, is my mother and then my auntie, Mika. That's her name okay. to us, is Auntie Mika. So like my mother is first and then my, my auntie Mika is second. And then my sister would be third. That's like my top three list. They, they can definitely throw down in the kitchen. Definitely. <laughs> Wonderful, man. So that's they, something that's I, I to look forward to. to. Definitely. Um, listen, we're almost out of time, but I appreciate you sharing your time with us. 
I can't wait to follow you as you kind of make your path. Obviously, best luck uh, to you down at the HBCU game, and uh, again, a lot of opportunity. Psalms 37.4, delight yourself in the Lord. He will give you the desires of your heart. See, I mean, it obviously seems like that's coming to fruition for you. With that said, we appreciate your time, my friend. Thank you so much. Just once again, thank you so much for the opportunity, just hosting me and everything. I appreciate the love and support. That means a lot to me in the world. Excellent. Thank you, and just God bless. Amen to that. Once again, that is Simeon Burns, the standout from Chowan. And as again, if you want more of him, iTunes, Apple Music, Stitcher, anywhere you listen this to your podcast, you can find more with this standout, Simeon Burns. Lucky Land Casino, asking people what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kid's PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details.